for the San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. What is up? My name is Alon Moskowitz. This is the Fake Publishing Millionaire's Hour. Uh, I've got mustard to talk to today. And I know what you're thinking. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, Mustard's a condiment. They review music and create opportunities for musicians to talk about music uh, and you know, just get their stories out there. But mustard is, in fact, a condiment. They are mustard in a bottle. And the person that speaks for them is their human intern, and they should unionize. Seriously, you are working too hard. That mustard is running you ragged. My God, what kind of unholy fucking deal have you signed with the mustard? Ah! Music Shelf with Mustard is the name of the show. Um, I'm going to just dive right into the interview. No! Oh my gosh, no I'm not. Have y'all heard the Hellas before? They're so fucking good. We played with them the other week. I'm, I'm going to put this, this one's called Mas Putos. Um, I'm just going to do it. Uh, once again, Fake Publishing Millionaire's Hour. Thanks for fucking being here.
So I'm speaking to Mustard's human intern. Correct. Uh, what does that in, entail? What, what is, uh, how do you assist Mustard in reviewing music? So when it comes to helping Mustard review music, um, of course, as a condiment, they don't really know how to use like social media um, and email. So we kind of just have like, I guess like this telekinetic uh, bind where um, you know, we'll, we'll talk to each other without like actually talking to each other. And then through there, um, you know, I compose emails on their behalf and reach out to artists on their behalf. But, uh, a lot of the times it's me, you know, um, listening to that artist and then mustard will, um, will shake in approval and then I'll go ahead and reach out on their behalf. <laughs> um, I, I damn near neglected to ask what, what your name is as the intern. Uh, do you often get to introduce yourself proper, or is that a thing Mustard allows you to do? Uh, every now and then, my name is uh, Zach, but uh, I mean, most of the time, I'm just Mustard's human intern. So. Uh, at, at what point, how did you start working for Mustard? Uh, so I was shopping, and at some point, I was going through the condiment aisle, and it just kind of happens mustard and I kind of had that connection that I just talked about before um, and it, it eventually led to me making a TikTok, uh, not a TikTok, a TikTok account on mustard's behalf and really it was like a novelty account about um, mustard trying to observe and do as humans do because their goal was to eventually shape shift into <laughs> shape shift into a human through all of that um mustard would jump into like lives and you know interact with humans and they came across um this independent musician kai ono who mustard's a big fan of and mustard ended up like helping them write a song um, during that live and then through that mustard was just you know really interested in helping independent musicians um, you know trying their best to promote um, their music as much as possible through that platform and then eventually one of the bands that they were helping to promote uh, car hop car hop who uh, unfortunately I don't think the main members um, are in the group anymore, they gave Mustard and I the idea to create our website where we further expand 
um, what we were doing on TikTok, and then that eventually became Music Shelf with Mustard. How long have you been doing the Music Shelf with Mustard site? Uh, I believe it's about two and a half years, close to three. Uh, during that time, Mustard put out a single. We had um, Hello, It's Mustard, which uh, Mustard and I were big fans of um, hip-hop, and Mustard has observed that humans generally are positive towards one another if you're polite and you have manners, so Mustard thought it was proper um, to call the track Hello, It's Mustard um and express that you know they don't have an ego like ketchup does and they're just grateful that you're listening um and they're also a big fan of eichlers who you know also introduces themselves um through their music and social media and the other one is uh music mustard over money was it yes mustard yes mustard (laughs) mustard over money They, they are really good singles uh even if uh I was going to say even if they're novelties because they're mustard, and then I realized I'm interviewing mustard, and that's... I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm really sorry about that. No, it's okay. You know, production-wise, I had... um, I think it was Hunter from Three Awkward Men help me with the beat and put everything together, and then I did the lyrics, and I know nothing about uh, putting music... Mustard and I know nothing about putting music together, so they were a real big help. Um, the first song, Hello, It's Mustard, I just didn't, you know, we just did ourselves in Audacity and a couple of takes. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this sounds all right. Not great, but all right. You know, let, let's throw it up. Let's find a distributor and put it on Spotify. I got the impression that Mustard had played an instrument. Uh, these are just singles that have sprung out of a genuine love for music and not necessarily any classes. Uh, no classes. So mustard and I, we did we. So honey mustard got us a saxophone a year or so ago, and we've been trying to practice that. But mustard and I are in the current stage of being too hard on ourselves while playing, so we haven't touched it in a little bit. But we're hoping to eventually get back to it because mustard eventually wants to make like condiment ska and condiment uh, jazz. Um, and they want to use like them playing uh, this, their saxophone um, on the track rather than you know like a MIDI or pre-recorded stuff. I mean, it, obviously, you should get a collab with Mustard Plug. That would be great. So, Mustard is a yellow mustard. Uh, yes. So on all the platforms and everything, it's it's yellow mustard. Um, wasabi mustard is mustard's um like black sheep of the family um like the the air quotes like crazy aunt great poupon is mustard's father um and, <laughs> and part part that's partially where they got you know their manners from was because great poupon is a posh and popper um but yeah yeah but yeah yellow mustard I, I didn't thank you for running me through the family tree uh d- does anybody else make an appearance on any of the music reviews or anything was, um uh not yet but that is a good idea back when i was on i fell into the trap of being on tiktok and posting like three times a day i would post i would post like random like inspirational um motivational 
um, videos from each of the family members' perspectives. So, <laughs> you know, you had Greg Coupon um, sharing advice, then you had the crazy aunt sharing uh, their advice on things. And, you know, it was a lot of fun, but I haven't thought about doing that on the website, but that is a good idea. So, so yellow mustard, mustard is like the breakaway character in this, this initial TikTok thing. Yeah. 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 It, it was yellow mustard, um, which, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yellow mustard. Definitely. What have been some of the more interesting conversations that mustard has had throughout the two and a half years of blogging? Oh man. So that's, that's a good question. Honestly, must before we even, before we even answer that, you know, mustard is just grateful that, you know, yourself, we, we, we spoke with you that humans are allowing mustard to speak with them. Um, cause you know, I'm getting an email from economy it doesn't happen every day. So <laughs> we're appreciative. We're, we're, we're grateful that everybody's been so receptive, but, um, I think it was last year we actually like interviewed mustard plug and that just blew me away that like, what, like this, Condiment, this whole identity is actually interviewing a band, uh, such you know, uh, such a well-known band um, in Mustard Plug, and they were so cool and receptive about it. Um, but if you notice and read through a lot of Mustard's interviews, there, there's like a formula to them, and within them, you know, depending on the artist, you know, Mustard tries to get deep um, and philosophical if possible um, to take you know, humans potentially by surprise, um, because, you know, if I was getting an interview, uh, a request from economy, you know, I think it'd be a silly thing, which, you know, I also, we also try to do, but Mustard tries their best to create interviews, like, full of depth, and, you know, as Mustard's human intern, they have me do a lot of research um, into the artist, um, so that way it creates a, creates a more well-rounded interview to the best of their ability. What are the hours like for you as Mustard's intern? Uh, I, I, I don't get a break. <laughs> I don't get a break. Um, Mustard and I are workaholics, so at my day job, um, I, you know, I do my work at my day job, but also, you know, once, you know, I've completed most of that, I'm focusing on Music Shelf. I'm reaching out to Music Shelf. Um, Eli and Steve will also write um, with Music Shelf and help me out with music, help us out with Music Shelf. Um, they have to pretty much like bully and tell me that like, hey, uh, Mustard, you know, take a break, you know, stop working, you know, learn to relax, learn to rest. So that's one of my goals for this year is, um, you know, learning to relax. And but you know, before this call, I'll be honest with you, I took a bath. We took a bath and I sent out interview questions while I was in the bath because I, I don't know how to stop. And sometimes my best interviews come from when we're in the bath, but I need to not do that. I just need to learn to relax. <laughs> it's hard, like especially if you see success as the amount of accomplishments that you are able to get done within a certain time frame. Yeah, no, I would agree. And especially with music self we try to have interviews every week, so we're always searching and reaching out. And I've, we've learned through doing this. So, like, you're in the Bay Area. After, like, I post, after we post, like, our interview with you, other artists from the Bay Area will see that and they'll reach out. 
and it's kind it's really interesting i you know i don't plan it this way every now you know always but um but yeah like if i interview or if we interview you or another artist from the bay area then um you know um that local reach is there and that support is there and that's also a way that we kind of reach out and do our interviews as well like mustard is really big on trying to interview um students from berkeley college because um you know they're still trying to get everything figured out and it's good exposure for them so last year we did a, a lot with you know berkeley students and this year we we'll hope to do the same too uh berkeley in boston correct correct yeah Right on. Um, yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, with, uh, for instance, when we did the Sad Snack interview, I think a week or two later, um, the Groupland album came out, and uh, Ellie and you had an interview, and she's wonderful. She just, uh, with her collective Big Leap, did uh, the uh, Sad Snack like release show for, and you know, just great person to have in the Bay Area. But I think that there's inherently something that artists like musicians do when they see opportunities like that, like, oh, there's a blog. Those are my friends. Well, shoot, I should just go figure out where the email is. And, you know, I can see how that would start to snowball after a while in your inbox. Yeah. Yeah. And that recently, too, um, you know, I've been getting more. I think Music Shelf is on like those email lists that like PR companies send out, music firm companies send out. So those are more in my email box. Cool, which is cool, but a matter of like getting the chance to listen and, you know, give them the proper attention doesn't happen always. But yeah, especially like you were mentioning with Ellie and Big Leap, I've done, we've done two interviews with um, Ellie so far, one as Grublin and then one about Big Leap. So she's great. Also, if anybody's listening to this radio show now, um, or rather for the 10 to 15 people that are listening right now. <laughs> Um, if you're not going to big leap shows in San Francisco, you are screwing up.
invested in your setup Sorry, there's nothing in it for me, time to get up My territory ain't your territory, you very corny Don't try to say it's better for me, who's in the right? You wanna just kick off your shoes in my house and just do what you like Like you don't see us, you're losing your sight We used to be nice, now we feud and taking sides Who gave the right to make you authority? The system need to make some changes Or what will be the answer? Understand we've been cordial You can't afford to, your cause is immoral Don't be an idiot, some stuff is basic Who the one who dangerous calling us troublemakers? Taking over acres like ain't nothing sacred Now it's a riot scene, a bad situation Yeah no sleep, running on two cylinders in the hairy street. Mr. Substitute and Steve, who's known online as Gimpleg, they uh, been they've uh, been helping Mustard and I with the website, and they're great writers. Uh, Gimpleg um, has uh, some great interviews and reviews coming out. Eli last year was such a tremendous help and really helped elevate uh, Music Shelf and come up with some great ideas to implement. And it was uh, Steve's idea to. Um, update our artist section so for those listening we have an artist section on music shelf so you'll go and you'll click uh you'll see their picture it will bring you to the interview that mustard did with them um one of the goals for this year is building up our youtube page so this friday we have an interview coming out um and trying to do those more frequently um and making those like a special thing and then uh last year we brought up doing uh like an npr tiny desk inspired uh scenario for the page as well where musicians can send in a set um like a tiny desk inspired set and then that will get posted to the page as well too i guess we have a Substack. um so with the Substack, it's kind of like an extension of music shelf where uh, we want to put exclusive interviews and reviews on there uh what we're doing on the Substack at the moment is called a series called Building the Shelf, um, where Mustard and I, we try to focus um, and speak with um, organizations or clubs or communities that are helping the independent music scene within their area. So for example, we spoke earlier about Ellie. Um, you know, I talked, we talked to her again, just specifically about Big Leap and trying to bring awareness to Big Leap. So, um, I reached out, was it, I think a day or two ago to the, was it the United Artist Union or something for an interview? So we'll see if that happens. That would be pretty big because um, they're trying to help artists get fairly paid more and, you know, all this, you know, all these good causes. So that would be cool um, if that happened. Uh, at what point did you start uh, expanding the staff for the Music Shelf site? Uh, so honestly, both of them reached out 
uh, to me about wanting to write and help expand the site. Music Shelf for the first year and a half was solely Monster and I, um, but they were such, they were, they were liking the content and liking everything that they were seeing that they reached out to volunteer to help write and do interviews. So um, it just kind of happens, um, you know, very spontaneously. But I'm, we're so appreciative of that and everything that they've done uh, for Music Shelf and continue to do.
that part on NPR when they're like, now we come to the time where we ask you to donate. Well, this is like that, but short. Donate at bff.fm slash donate today.
slitting your throat I bet you didn't see it coming I'm snatching edges through the dough Cause some cash shit talking And I know I'm super fly, yeah, I'm flyer Than your baby mama's cousins Done with being humble, you know that I fucking does this I'm the best to do it, this is set up on your wet up And you never win, it's alright, just keep your chin up your message now my heart is hurt tore up our tickets to the big concert I ripped the sleeves off of every shirt oh it's red season again I hit the gym at 6 a.m. about the time you're waking up with him oh tan in bed until it burns my skin oh it's red season again She used to call me Quasella Or Tyrannosaurus flesh Now if she calls me anything It's just her meathead eggs I broke the faucet to our kitchen sink Trying too hard to mix a protein drink I drink enough to make my urine pink Oh, it's red season again
was Just her meathead ass. Shred Caesar, Shred Caesar, Shred Caesar, Shred Caesar, Shred Caesar, Shred Caesar, Shred Caesar's hair again. Late at night when I work out best, sore muscles sitting in my chest, oh, it's awful tired cause it don't get no rest, oh, it's red season again, it's red season again, it's red season again. Like music? Like supporting the local scene? Like doing nice things? Well, donate to BFF.FM at BFF.FM slash donate today to help keep community radio and the Bay Area music scene alive. Yeah, it's great. Like Spotify, Mustard and I, we have a love-hate relationship with. Like the exposure and streams and all that is great. But if you're not being compensated fairly, you know, for, you know, it's it's like a double-edged sword to me. You know, Mustard and I would much rather go to band camp and support on Bandcamp, um, besides just Bandcamp Fridays, you know, um, and go there. And that's something, you know, another thing that I need to work on this year as well is not you spending all my money on Bandcamp when it comes to payday. The Bandcamp structure hasn't really balanced itself out in the same way as SoundCloud to allow for playing multiple albums at once. You're kind yeah. of relegated to one album at a time, which makes it feel like albums or records or whatever your format is, and that's cool, but the way that people get raked over the coals, like the way that artists get raked over the coals is very much that like Spotify integrates what SoundCloud already does, but makes it so that you can listen to all these albums. Um, the sites that provide artists the direct revenue streams aren't set up in a way that allows for you to stream multiple artists. Like you can't make a, I don't think you can make a Bandcamp playlist. No, I know on the mobile app, it will allow you to like shuffle through songs, which is cool, but you can't make it like a playlist or anything like that yet, which is a shame because it's, you know, it's like 2023 and all humans love playlist. So hopefully it's something they integrate. I think that the fact that that isn't there for Bandcamp is one of the things that allows Spotify to win. Uh, For Music Shelf, I'm trying to put together a Spotify playlist of everyone that we've interviewed last year. We did it, um, and I'm making one just specifically for this year. I would love to do that on Bandcamp if if it was possible, but, you know, it's not at the moment. You could do what um, some labels on Bandcamp do and assemble it as a compilation album. Oh, that's a good idea. It's the closest you can really get, though it really does involve you uploading all of the waves directly, which isn't problematic, but for the fact that Spotify allows you to literally just assemble all of the songs from those artists in one place, have it play directly without having to contact the bands and gather the MP3s or waves or what have you. And then it just it simplifies it, but allows nobody to get paid. That's true. That's true. I don't know if it can't be proprietary. Like it can't be that Bandcamp isn't allowed to do it because of something. Because like SoundCloud does it. I think it's just their genuine choice. Yeah, 
which is interesting that, you know, that's still the choice that they're making and going with, but maybe, maybe pressure will get put on them to, to, to integrate and switch it up a little bit. Yeah. I don't see how they could get hit with any cease and desist for using somebody else's spiel. If like free sites already allow you to create playlists. Yeah. Cause, cause even with like Instagram, like, everybody's trying to be TikTok, you know, and all that stuff is going and fine. So Bandcamp could easily do something similar, just put it with a different name. Yeah, I hope we get to that, because certainly, like, when we're in discussing musicians' unions and people trying to maintain livable wages off of their art in any form, one, you know, whatever your medium you're practicing, it seems as though there's a lot stacked against folks and uh, especially, you know, the algorithms keep changing on things. Twitter keeps working against independent artists. Only fans won't let you take off your clothes for money anymore. It's like, what's the site for? Come on, we're fooling ourselves. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you yeah, know, the algorithm, the, the, those, those are fascinating to Mustard and I, how they work and how they have, like, so much control um, over all of us um, and how they dictate what we're allowed to see and not see and... It's just fascinating to Mustard and I. The Spotify ones, although they claim that there's like some proprietary metric that we're not allowed to see, have been widely debunked as being like insider trades with labels, wherein labels create discounts on music that they want to get more widely circulated. One example, I think, is the Lemonheads. It's cheaper for the it's the label makes it cheaper for Spotify to to play that stuff so that they can just throw it on like. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the same way you play like one indie song and all of a sudden you get like every pavement single comes up in your rotation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I, I would not I would not be surprised by that. So, I mean, it, it makes what you're doing very valuable, creating a spotlight for people to find stuff that isn't just the same three or four like quote unquote indie songs being shuffled back in through an insider deal. Yeah, music, music shelf, and, you know, all of our goals is to help um, support and highlight, um, you know, all types of independent musicians. One of my, one of our goals this year is to um, reach out more into different countries. So this year, especially like these first two months of 2023, music shelf has been really big in Australia. A lot of Australian artists have been reaching out and, you know, I've done interviews for and have more interviews upcoming with. Um, so I'm, you know, want to be strategic. Um, you know, I would love to do interviews with, you know, Japanese artists, Korean artists, um, Russian artists, like hit everywhere that we didn't hit the previous, um, previous two, three years that we've been doing this. Um, but rather than making that the main goal, like if it happens, cool. If it doesn't, you know, there's always the next year. Well, shit, I hope this keeps going for a good long time. Uh, I hope that the shelf life holds out. Ah, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, Mustard, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and your human intern on the radio show today. Yes, thank you so much for having us. It has been a joy. Oh yeah! This is happening!
that was actually pretty cool. I didn't realize dubstep was that good. Oh, God, thanks. I kind of like that scar you were playing, to be honest. Thanks, man. We should do this again sometime. Absolutely.